Welcome to Math Theater's History Science Theater Podcast, where we use musical theater to inspire excitement about math and science. This is an eight-episode season inspired by the career of chemist and X-ray crystallographer Rosalind Franklin. If this is your first time joining us, start at episode one. Mystery Science Dear Vittorio, how is everything at the Labo? Tell everyone there I miss them so much, especially you, my friend. I miss our coffee hour, our philosophical dinner parties, and especially our heated debates. How did you and I become so close when the element that bonded us was our love of fierce argument? What did that person call us? Hammer and tongs and quite exhausting. (laughs) I guess that's one perspective. I only wonder because my collaborator here, Morris Wilkins, and I cannot seem to get along. On paper, Wilkins and I should be dear pals. He's about my age, attractive, both mathematically fluent and a creative speaker. We share the same political views and we are immersed in the same research. And yet, as hard as we try, we cannot abide each other. He talks painfully slow, and walks around with this mopey chip on his shoulder, and whenever I'm talking to him, he avoids my gaze so much that he takes off his glasses and turns away until I'm left arguing with the back of his head. But enough complaining. I'm counting the days until I can holiday with you and Denise in Strasbourg. I hope you've been exercising. All my best to the Lobo and keep practicing your French. You'll get it one day. Yours, Roz. Orange, Dr. Franklin? Why, thank you, Gosling. Dr. Franklin, I've really got to hand it to you. This camera you designed takes knockout x-ray photos. The camera takes knockout photos? Well, I mean, you take knockout photos with the camera you designed. We designed, Gosling. Give yourself some credit. Camera ready? Camera ready. How do you do it, Dr. Franklin? I've never seen anybody, x-ray crystallographer or otherwise, get images as detailed as these. You might as well ask, how does a scientist build a good experiment? Well, how? In our minds, we can see inside an atom or the span of a swirling galaxy. In our minds... We can read the ancient stories in our bones or speak the language of a future we won't live to see. My imagination has propelled me since my youth. Now experiments and data are what lead me to the truth. X-ray ready? X-ray ready. In my mind, I picture every angle to envision that which cannot be seen. In my mind, I try out different exposures, conditions I can alter long before I even touch the machine. Imagination drops the clues that motivate the sleuth. Now experiments and data are what lead me to the truth. DNA ready. Gosling ready? I imagine fantasies inside this DNA. 
It's true that my mind's eye can really carry me away. Shapes like vines or candy canes or little figure eights. Our camera's image will explain. Godsling, just you wait. In our minds, we can see infinities inside an atom or a galaxy. But in our minds, we cannot just make a picture and then use our tools to look for only what we want to see. Treat imagination like a disciplined sweet tooth. Once you have your data, imagination leads you to the truth. Gosling ready. Once we have our data, imagination leads us to the truth. And stop. Stopping. Oh, wow. You made a hundred-hour exposure feel like a few seconds. It's all about how you approach the task. And now we see where the data takes it. Oh, interesting. It's a candy cane, isn't it? No, but look. That's not like our other pictures. The DNA is all long and thin and stretched out. Gosling. Franklin. This is incredible. It is? Yes. Quick, camera ready. Uh, camera ready. X-ray ready. X-ray ready. And now let's put a drying agent on the same DNA. DNA ready. Gosling ready. Gosling ready. And go. Going. And 100 hours later, we stop. Stopping. See? See? The DNA molecule got short and squat. Hydration changes the shape. DNA changes form? Uh, Dr. Franklin, I don't want to be excited unless you're excited. I think I can certify some excitement on your part. Dr. Franklin, I think it's okay for you to be excited too. Gosling? Uh, hello, Wilkins. Rosie? Franklin is fine, Wilkins. You two seem excited about something. We just discovered there are two forms of DNA. What? Look, here's an x-ray picture of unhydrated DNA fibers. The x-ray diffraction clearly shows a crystalline structure. And it's short, like this orange peel with the ends close together. Good simile, Gosling. Thank you. Oh, Dr. Franklin, are you going to name them? I've always wanted to name something. Oh, I, I suppose we'll call unhydrated DNA a dry form. Or form A. Very practical. And here are the same fibers, hydrated with high humidity. It's like if I pull the ends of the orange peel and it stretches out. That's the same fibers? The distortions evident in the hydrated fibers... Thanks to the hydration in your camera technique... ...indicate a paracrystalline structure, so we can call it... ...wet. Or form B. Gosling, you're a rising star. Wow, that's a very... Well, it's, um... Gosling, uh, a word, please? Uh, uh, of course. What's the meaning of all this? Dr. Franklin is a real mover and shaker, sir. First you let her rearrange my lab while I was gone. Your lab? Randall made it seem like it was her lab now. And now you two are making discoveries behind my back. I didn't know your back was turned, Dr. Wilkins. 
That's not what... Look, I want to be involved. Well, certainly, sir. We're in the same lab, after all. I just don't feel like Dr. Franklin is working with me. Do you want to talk to her about it? Clear the air? To talk, talk to her about it? <laughs> you, you mean just walk right over there and speak my mind? <laughs> what do you take me for? Well, she's very direct. I'm sure she won't mince any words and you can get it sorted out right away. I d don't see the need for that. I'm sure the situation will sort itself out in time, especially if you talk to her for me. I've always felt that actions speak louder than words. Everything okay? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Rosie. Franklin is fine. Uh, oh, yes, everything is just dandy. Right, Gosling? Wilkins doesn't feel like you're working with him. <laughs> um, uh, what he means is, uh, I, I, I thought we could add to our team. Why? Because more heads are better than less. Uh, I went ahead and had Alex Stokes. Uh, you've met Stokes? The quiet one who hasn't spoken here and will never hear from again? Yes, that's the one. Stokes. A real mather. Uh, he's quite good at math. Uh, I suggested to Stokes that he might do some calculations on your data. You gave Stokes my data? Behind my back? Yes, and with your new data on the B form... I'm... Perfectly capable of doing my own calculations, Wilkins. Uh, but Stokes... Interpreted my data before I had an opportunity to interpret it myself. His figures were elegant, but hadn't been conclusive. But with the new B-form, Stokes' calculations strongly suggest that DNA may have a helical structure after all. You think because you can get his math to fit with my new data that you get to poach my project. The more minds, the better? Just because your mind is slow. Slow? Slow! Because I can keep my cool, unlike some hotheads around here. Why don't you look me in the eye and say that? Oh, hi, Mr. Randall. What's going on here? Are you two bickering again? It's not an argument, Randall. It's a healthy debate. About a sick situation. She's attacking me. He's undermining me. He's She's getting, getting in, my in my way. way. He won't stop showing my work to people who aren't even on this project. I gave Alex Stokes some data to calculate. Stokes? You mean the one who's never spoken here and will never hear from again? That's the one. Next thing you know, he'll be blabbing about the two forms of DNA. Um, uh, uh, uh What? There are two forms of DNA. They transform into a replicable state. There are two forms. My photos make it crystal clear. There are two distinct forms, and it takes two to interfere. It's not like this project is a secret. You've been giving lectures on your work all over the place, Rosie. Franklin is fine. When exposed to hydration, the fibers grow longer and slim. Stop interrupting me. But when they dry, they shrink back in size. And I have to say I wish the same for him. The shorter and drier can reproduce at will. I call it A-form or crystalline. But then I taught her to make it soak up water by I infusing it with salt and hydrogen. There are two forms of DNA. They transform into a replicable state. There are two forms. My photos make it crystal clear. There are two distinct forms, and it takes two to interfere. 
Giving lectures on my own work is not the same as being stabbed in the back with my own data. Before that's the wet one. As a pattern, I had our colleague Stokes run the equations. It appears to be a helix. I don't care what he thinks. You went behind my back, and that's invasion. Two types that don't see eye to eye. Two types that just can't work side by side. Two types your actions make it crystal clear. A and B, you and me, downright animosity. And it takes two to interfere. You two absolutely can't carry on like this. Who set you up to be at odds with each other anyway? To, to be, be fair, fair, sir, you said, you said I, I was, was the lead. lead. And you say there are two forms of DNA. I have an idea. A competition, if you will. We'll split you up. Rosie and Gosling will take DNA's dry A form. Just the A form? And you can use the Philips micro camera. That's the better equipment. Which she helped procure. I'll remind you, you were working off paper clips and uh, other improvisational supplies until Franklin got here. Wilkins, you get wet B form of DNA and your old equipment. At least I got the better DNA form. What if I get data on the B form? You will give it to Wilkins, and vice versa. Understood. Understood. Let's see who can figure out the structure of DNA first. It's a contest. It's a contest. It's a contest. How will this make the lab environment better? You won't have to talk to each other. An immediate improvement for everyone. And go. This has been History Science Theater Podcast by Math Theater. Script by Ricky Coates and Sadie Bowman. Music and lyrics by Sadie Bowman. While this podcast is inspired by true events, some artistic license has been employed. To access discussion guides and historical notes for each episode, as well as bonus episodes where we sit down with real scientists, not actors, to talk about the science in this show, you can get those benefits by joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash maththeater. Your support at any level means the world to us. This episode featured Alex Schillinger as Raymond Gosling, Sam Keen as Morris Wilkins, Chris Martinez as J.T. Randall, and Sadie Bowman as Rosalind Franklin. Sam Keen is, well, words are kind of Sam's thing, so we'll just let him tell you in his own. Hey everyone, this is Sam Keen. I play the hoity-toity Morris Wilkins. By day, I am a New York Times best-selling writer who has written five pop science books, including The Disappearing Spoon, The Dueling Neurosurgeons, and The Violinist's Thumb about the wonders of genetics. I also have a podcast called The Disappearing Spoon. I do topsy-turvy science stories about hunting down Nazi medical atrocities, the sex lives of dinosaurs, why hunter-gatherers had surprisingly good teeth, and much more. You can check out my books at samkeen.com and my Disappearing Spoon podcast at samkeen.com 
or on iTunes. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. My favorite episode so far is the one about Pellagra. Wow. Just, wow. History Science Theater Podcast has been a production of Math Theater. We use live theater to tell stories that inspire excitement about math and science. For information about our live shows and other interactive theatrical experiences, visit us at maththeater, that's M-A-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot com, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon. History Science